At this point, employees of a range of companies are trying to get back to China for work. But that process is fairly involved, especially if you're not a Chinese citizen. Our vice president for China operations, Matt Margulies, recently returned to China with his family, and we figured it'd be worth a chat with him to see how he's doing and to hear what that experience was like. So before you left, what was the process for, for getting a visa? The process for me for getting a visa was actually fairly normal. Um, I was fortunate enough that I was able to apply for a visa right before uh, China instituted a lot of its visa restrictions and travel restrictions related to COVID. And so fortunately, I was able to get in the process um, and actually have my, my visa returned to me right before um, a lot of those restrictions came into place. Um, the challenge for me was that I had my, my visa did have a 90-day limit uh, or time limit for entering the country. And so from the time of issuance to the time to get into the country, um, although I was allowed to enter, that's when um, a lot of flight capacity and, and visa restrictions between the U.S. and China really did tick up. So although I was allowed to enter, the ability to enter was quite difficult. And so my path into China was actually fairly, uh, or was, was not straightforward really at all. I ended up traveling from uh, Washington to, to Frankfurt, Germany, to Helsinki, Finland, finally into uh, Shanghai. Um, so uh, the visa process itself was fairly normal, but the travel process of getting to China uh, was quite difficult. And when you landed in Shanghai, what kind of checks were there? What kind of tests were required to, to get through and get out of the airport? Upon entry to China, you have to go through a series of stations and uh, where you submit information regarding your travel history, your health records, and um, kind of your location data in order to obtain certain QR codes. Um, and then these QR codes are used to input, track your your status or your identity through the Chinese system of going into a COVID test and then going into a 14-day quarantine. Um, for me, the process took about two to three hours from deplaning, uh, from, from landing, in Shanghai and then getting on a bus to get to my 14-day quarantine hotel. Um, my, my personal situation was a little bit different in that uh, it's, it's really important that you have an internet-enabled phone and an active WeChat account enabled in order to be able to navigate a lot of the processes inside the airport for going through the um, COVID test and for getting into quarantine. And unfortunately, I personally did not have an active Chinese cell phone number, and so I had to rely on spotty Wi-Fi in the airport or using other people's cell phones to help me fill out information. Um, so for me, it took about three hours to get out of the airport. Maybe for other people that are not in that situation, I could see it taking less, maybe one to two hours. Uh, because the airport itself is not busy, there's just not a lot of international arrivals into China currently. Uh, so it's pretty much, in, at least in my experience, it was our, our plane appeared to be the only arrival, international arrival in that terminal at that time. Wow. Um, so is this process any different for Americans compared to other nationalities flying to China at the moment? Uh, no, the, the process isn't different for Americans versus other uh, foreign nationalities flying into China. The main thing you'll observe is that the, the overwhelming majority of international arrivals into China right now are Chinese nationals, just because it is so difficult or has been so difficult for foreigners to obtain visas and then to get onto flights into China, given the recent restrictions between bilateral on bilateral flights between the U.S. and China. Now, I know that's changed a little bit in uh, starting in late June, um, so the flight capacity has ticked up a little bit, but it is still quite difficult to get a flight in the near term for uh, a return to China. 
um, and the visa process has been challenging. But as we know at USCBC in our conversations with the um, Chinese embassy in Washington and working with local governments in Shanghai and elsewhere in China, the Chinese government has reopened a visa process for um, for business travelers um, to for business travelers to return to China. Um, one is a green channel for business executives, uh, where they are not required to obtain a letter of invitation from a local um, Ministry of Foreign Affairs or local local Department of Commerce. Um, and then there's also a standard visa process that's open to other uh, other business travelers. As far as treatment or or entry processes, there's there's no difference for American versus other uh, foreign nationalities. And where where are you quarantining, and for how long? So does, I'm assuming everyone has to do these quarantines. So technically, I don't think I'm allowed to uh, specifically disclose where I where I quarantine. I just finished quarantine this morning. Um, I did have to do 14 days in centralized quarantine, which was basically just a private Chinese hotel um, that I guess pro- most likely received approval from the local Shanghai government to qualify as a as a as a location for accepting quarantine individuals. Um, and they were fairly strict in terms of uh, procedures, processes, and protections. Right, that, um, that you, you can't exit your room. Um, you can only open your door to retrieve food, which is delivered three times a day in a boxed meal. You have to, there's no cleaning or room service. Um, you just, you, you have to deal with that for two weeks in, in your room. Um, and anytime you interact with a, with the hotel staff, it's through WeChat or through, through the door when they're dropping off stuff at your door. Um, and they are in full protective gear, full bodysuit, PPE, goggles, gloves, everything. Um, the hallways of the hotel are lined in uh, plastic and protective paper, and your door handles are all, are all covered. So um, the hotels are very secured. Um, overall, the process was, you know, 14 days in a, in a hotel room can be a bit challenging, but overall not so bad. Um, if you have internet access, you're able to work. Um, it's a manageable experience, at least in my view. <laughs> so now that you're free, where, where are you moving? Where are you going? So I just got out this morning. Uh, I was very happy experience. It was nice to get some fresh air and um, just re-experience and re-engage the world a little bit. Um, I will be traveling to Beijing on Tuesday, July 21st. Um, and then I will re-engage society and get back to full-time work and, and you know, um, re-engaging with USCBC members and doing a lot of the work that we love to do on behalf of American companies doing business in China. Um, so overall, it was an interesting experience. I'm happy to share thoughts with any members that have uh, also personal interest. I've, I've talked to a few that are also preparing to go through the process themselves. So um, yeah, happy to chat with any members. But uh, overall, not a terrible experience. Happy to be done. Happy to be getting back into society and getting back to work. That's good to hear that you're adjusting all right and things are on a glide path back to normalcy. Um, if any of the other folks are preparing to head back to China and, and have some questions for Matt, you can find his contact info on our staff page, which I will link below. And we'll also have a regular episode of the podcast up here soon as well. So thanks for listening and we'll be back soon.